Welcome to Grind is Ugly Podcast, where I'm your humble host, Kyle Allen. Welcome, 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 welcome. Man, uh, we're going to jump right, right in. Um, I want to first say thank you for all those that tuned in to the last podcast. It was, it got, it was, it was, it was well received, you know, and, um, and I, I listened back to it. It was one of the first podcasts, honestly, in, in a long time that I've, I've, I've listened back to. Um, because in, in times like this, you just want to make sure that you're not saying things, you know, too ignorantly. And, and I have to say, man, uh, I was actually surprised in myself because, you know, I just, I try to like be a little more, uh, I don't even know the word corporate. And that one, that episode, I, you know, I, I just felt like sometimes, man, you can't, that's the message in this podcast. Um, this this episode is in a world that is so hell bent on breaking, making all adults statuistic. That's not even a word, but I'm gonna I'm gonna create that word because uh, I don't know why Webster gets to create all the words anyway. Um, that's something I don't know why anyone, why nobody else thinks about. Why is the English language the English language? And why is it that Webster can say what a word is? And how do you even get a job at Webster? Who are the people that, oh, the word twerk is a word now. Okay, who 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 said that? Like, I don't know, like who, why do they get to decide that? And more than likely, there's not one black soul on that, on that uh, panel of people that get to decide what are words, right? Anyway, um, the world we're living in today makes sure to rid any adult of any type of fun whatsoever. Um, when we're when we're children, we play games, we enjoy ourselves, we we we're 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 okay to embarrass ourselves. We laugh, we joke, we we get older and older and older, and life does get harder. No matter how you slice, you get more responsibility, and slowly you die. The little kid in you dies. You, you're now, you're now, you're now an adult. You're adulting. You're, you're doing all these great things. You're, you know, you're, you're growing up. And I just want to tell y'all, never grow up, man. Obviously, I want you to take, chew the meat and spit out the bones. I'm not saying be a loser. I'm not saying don't take responsibility for your actions. I'm not saying don't go out and be everything you can be. But what I am saying in this time, I see that everybody, it's almost, it's almost weird to me. It's like people won't make jokes right now. People won't post anything else other than uh, protest and other than signs. And I understand that. I get that. I, I get that. You, you know, we have to always pretend that we're super serious and we have to always pretend that we can't walk and chew gum at the same time. But that's something I truly want to break. I can listen to a joke and laugh. And I also can understand that police brutality and racism and systematic racism is also a curse on a on 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 the world. I don't have to post seventy five thousand times a day about Emma Till and Black Lives Matter, and and that means that I'm not woke or I'm not um, I'm not uh, understanding how serious the time is. The problem that people are always going to have is, and I guess you shouldn't, but it's the truth: is some of us really do this on a daily basis. Some of you don't. Some people by this time next week won't post another protesting until, quite frankly, the next tragedy 
or the next problem. And that's just a, that's just the reality of it. I've, I've been sick in my stomach seeing how many people go to these protests and change them to be beautifully aesthetic to their Instagram feeds. And yet you went to protest, but your pictures from the protest are so gorgeous and beautiful. And then you post them. And then obviously, no matter what anyone is saying, 90% of that is you just want likes. I saw that they did that. I'm a black man. I change, you know, you, you post that, you, you put a picture of yourself. Now, obviously that there's nothing wrong with that. But if we're being honest, most are doing that because it's, you know, you're guaranteed to get likes. Who's going to, who's not going to like that? We also one day have to have a conversation of people that post things that you have to like. Like, like for, <laughs> for instance, if I post a picture of one of my children, I can assume that some people are going to like it out of sheer, you know, you don't want to not post, you don't, you don't, you don't want to not like this picture. You know what I mean? You're not going to, well, it's a picture of a, a little baby. Well, I mean, why wouldn't we like it? And there's nothing wrong with posting things and, 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 and sharing and making people aware. But there, we also have to admit that some people are doing it selfishly to, and to boost their profile, to get content. Literally, not just the white folk either. Some of y'all black folk are literally po- going to protest to get content to post on Instagram and on Facebook. And that's just the truth. It's simply the truth. And there's one thing that, that we're going to have to at some point address too. There's absolutely nothing wrong with what's going on. Matter of fact, what's going on in this country is amazing, most beautiful. Of all 50 states, I believe 18 to 25 different countries have protested. We should protest. We should give. We should post. We should share all these things. But I'm going to say again, there will come a time when this will be a little slower. It will slow down. Black people at some point, we have over, I'm going to say again, every state in the United States has held a protest in honor of Black Lives Matter, in honor of black people, in honor of black culture, every single state. That should let all of us know that they hear us, they see us, and they don't understand us yet. And some of them don't respect us yet. But they do know that there is a problem. They know. So with that, you should know, you should take an account of, you should not accept anything less than. If all 50 states have acknowledged our pain, acknowledged how clearly police brutality is very different from black people to anyone else, it just is what it is. When people see black people, they get scared. Me and my wife went to a Mexican restaurant. And this is just a, this is a true story. We went to a Mexican restaurant in our in our local local area, and we're sitting there waiting on our food. They're playing loud Hispanic music because it's a Hispanic establishment. It's a Mexican, authentic Mexican restaurant. Something happens uh, from afar. You can tell the lady didn't get all her order, or something was wrong. And the Caucasian woman from the island of Caucasus. She says, well, I'm so sorry, but you know, I just, the music's just so loud. And for some of you, you'll say, well, what's the big deal about that? Well, the big deal is that moment right there is why people 
really sometimes have a hard time dealing with white people because they will go to Mexico and tell them, hey, your music's too loud. Well, you want to tell them, well, you stay over in, in, in Wonder Bread uh, 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 museums and, and you can play your classical and your opera music. But don't come over here to a Hispanic establishment and complain that their music's too loud. That, that is what the problem is. That's the problem. You, you, you can't conquer everyone and then say, hey, why are you? I know this is your establishment, but I don't understand why your music's so loud. And that's where I'm trying to get to. It's not our place to make it comfortable for white people or any other race to understand us. That's where I think we go wrong. We, we want them to understand us. Hispanics don't care if you understand them. Italians, Asians, Indians, Jewish. I can go on and on and on. They don't care. Why? Because they have a culture that no matter what you're saying, no matter what you think, we know what we, we got. We are who we got. We, we know who we are. And obviously there's reasons why a lot of us don't know. And obviously slavery literally is one of the, it, it ruined, not I me mean, not say ruined, but it literally destroyed our culture. It destroyed who we were. It didn't allow us to even know who we were. Most black people truly believe that their genealogy and who they were started in being in shackles and enslaved. And I just want all of you listening to understand something. Number one, if you're black, there's nothing wrong with taking something from someone or a culture that's already practicing what it means to be a culture, if that makes any sense. Black people, and yes, there is intercultural fighting in every different culture. I feel like I've used the word culture a billion times in this podcast, but hopefully you understand. Hopefully this makes sense. We have to come together after this is over. And we have to stop hating on one another after this is over, after the, the flames die down, after after all the excitement is over, after the cool protests are over. Because there is protest chic. There is sexiness in protesting, as weird as that sounds. And we just have to remind ourselves. That's why I am, I really do do, I really do try to do a, a good job of supporting black owned businesses. I really do. Now, no, I'm not. Hey, listen, listen, listen. I'm never going to buy your shirt that, that's a simple cotton Hanes t-shirt for $35. No, I'm not. I will not ever purchase that. No, if you have a restaurant and you never got the ribs, I'm not going to go to your restaurant. Because we know that black-owned doesn't mean less than. So if you're a black-owned business, yes, if your food is trash, I won't be frequenting your business. And no, if your shirt is a 10 cent shirt that you're charging me $100 for, and then you're using, well, this is black owned, I will take my cheat behind the Target where I can now fit their clothes 
and give me a T-shirt for eight dollars. You're not going to play me on the prices. And for some of you that would say, well, you'll buy a Gucci. Mm, you don't know me. No, I won't. I'm not buying Gucci. I'm not. <laughs> hey, listen, I have a hard time buying groceries because I'm looking at it like, hmm, do I want the do I want the thirteen dollar steak or can I just get this five dollar little sliver right here? And, and uh, maybe that'll work. Because, listen, man, I like, I, like to, I like to save my money. Anyway, my point is, when this is over, my people, let's remind ourselves to work together. Let's remind ourselves that when your brother does have an idea, maybe you should listen. Maybe you should invest that $200 and buy him clippers so he can go to barber school. Don't, don't, oh, sign this petition. Okay, that's great. But when the petitions are over, when your brother comes to you, don't be screaming Black Lives Matter in the streets. But when your brother comes to you, you ain't got it. Let them that have ears hear. Thank you for listening to the Grind is Ugly podcast, where I'm your humble host, Kyle Allen. And this is the Grind is Ugly podcast. Mm-hmm.